monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G. Joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Why are you smiling like that? I'm like looking up when our last podcast was. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it wasn't as long ago as... No, this was supposed to be our August movie, I think. It's now towards the end of September. Yeah, so we're not too bad. Yeah, we're a month late. With our last one was July 4th, and the one before that was March 29th, so... Less of a break. Here. Yeah, and we can we can Make announce it here that there will definitely not be a pause between this episode and next episode. I mean, there'll be a pause, a usual pause, but we've already watched the movie and we're recording them back to back. Yeah. A little peek behind the curtain there. Yeah. Yeah. So. So this was a Joey pick. It was a Joey pick, and we decided to descend into the magical world of musical theater. Joey is all back into musical musical theater. You've reignited your passion for it, which has been amazing to see you. Indeed. So happy. I'm a very happy boy. Happy, happy boy. So we watched Tim Burton's 2000 and I want to say seven. Let's just double check. I want to also say that I'm not a huge fan of musical theater. I love my family very much and how much most of the people in my family love musical theater. And you did choose a musical that should be, should have been up my alley. Yes. So we did. It was Tim Burton's Twinnie Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, starring Johnny Depp. And Helena Bonham Carter from 2007. So before we get into the uh, the grim and gritty and dirty details, uh, we'll listen to the trailer, which is not very good. <laughs> this is the tale of an ordinary man who had everything. Barker's name was Benjamin Barker. Until a man of power stole his freedom, destroyed his family, and banished him. May the Lord have mercy on your soul. For life. And in his sorrow, a new man was born. Fifteen years dreaming, I might come home to a wife and child. Benjamin Barker. Not Barker. Sweeney Todd now. And he will have his revenge. Where is my wife? She's gone. And he's got your daughter. Judge Tupin. You gotta leave this all behind you now. No. These are desperate times. And desperate measures are called for. Alright! You, sir! No one's in the chair. Come on, come on! Sweeney's waiting. I want you, bleeders. You, sir! Two, sir! Welcome to the grave. I will have vengeance. I will have salvation. I can guarantee the closest shave you will ever know. May the good Lord smile on you. You're poking man. 
years, no doubt, have changed me. That's all very well, but what are we going to do about him? That trailer stinks out loud. Are we it, it recording just, again? Yeah, we are. Oh. <laughs> it just makes it seem like it's a very different thing than what you're into. I mean, like it. To be fair, it gives a pretty good uh, expectation of what this bad movie is so, going to be like. But uh, I will say, if this came out. 2007. We saw it together in the theater. Saw it in theaters. It came out around the time of Pirates of the Caribbean, I want to say, because... Mm, you are incorrect, I think. Johnny Depp still had that, like, hold on young girls at the time. Yeah. Because of... But the first movie, I think the first Pirate movie Jack was 2004. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're but right. But it's not even that... That 2003. Okay. So, but you know what? 2006 was when Dead Man's Chest came out, and 2007 was when World's yeah, End so came he out. Was, so, yeah, totally. I think he was really well known for the. Well, he was one of the biggest stars in the world at this time. Of course, yeah, and he was known for the Jack Sparrow role, which yep. every every girl I He's knew, phenomenal, in including it. me, was like head over heels in love. I love Johnny Depp. So I wanted to watch as much Johnny Depp as possible. I watched. Um, what was that one with that Stephen King one he did with the corn? Secret Window. <laughs> All I remember is the corn. Secret Window. And I, you know, which I've, is a very good book and an okay movie. I've heard a podcast about the movie. I've only watched the movie once with you, maybe in, the in theater. theaters a long time ago, and I remember not loving it. But then I re- I listened to a podcast that recapped it, and they kind of shone a new light on it and was saying it didn't get quite the credit yeah. it deserves. It's not but great, but it's nowhere yeah, near as yeah, bad as some people Yeah, that's kind of what... But I, re- I think I remember not really liking it, maybe because of the yeah. the feedback it got. You know, I reread the book in the last couple of years. Was it a novella? It was or? a novella, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, after reading it, I'm like, you know what? This would be a hard one to make into a movie that would be good. And it's also kind of treading similar ground that he already covered in one of his novels. So it's not mm. even one of the best Stephen King books. But I liked it, but it's I not as good as The Dark I remember thinking Johnny Depp was good in it. Yeah, he was good. He was fine. Um, but this movie, I remember really not liking in theaters. I remember thinking it was really, really boring and dry. And then... You were right. Trying to watch it with like my adult eyes, I like to say. You know, I like to try to revisit things and mm-hmm. see how I feel about them. Now, I felt the same. So when I saw this movie in theaters with you, I didn't love it, but I thought it was okay. I thought it was decent. Um, I was not, at the time, f- super familiar with the original musical. Uh, I oh. am very familiar with the original musical this time. You have a favorite time. I have a favorite cast. Of it, <laughs> yeah. right? I listened to... It's basically every production that has had a pr- an official release of the soundtrack I've listened mm-hmm. to extensively. They recently, like just very recently, since we record, since we watched the movie, released the, the current cast with Josh Groban as Sweeney Todd. It's very good. Uh, but yes, so speaking of Johnny Depp, um, I like Johnny Depp. I think he's a great actor. I think he's, uh, I think he's a terrible Sweeney Todd, but he's a perfect Sweeney Todd for this movie, which is a terrible Sweeney Todd movie. Which is like a very Tim Burton oh, fuck. Sweeney Todd. And it's funny, just today I 
watched um, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands with our oldest child, and now when we rewatched the trailer mm-hmm. for this, I was like, the hairstyle is the oh, exact yeah. same. It's the pale skin, Tim Burton. Um, I have like mixed feelings about you. I know you used to have really strong feelings. I about have Tim feelings about Tim Burton. I think that when Tim Burton is trying, he's great, and certain movies are excellent. And then there are some of his movies that he's just on automatic fucking pilot, and he—it's not even a movie. It's just like a, a mediocre aesthetic. And in this movie, the mediocre aesthetic isn't even very good. It looks this movie looks like shit. Yeah. It is so 2007. It's full of god-awful CGI, which, yeah, that's what we need, is a bunch of CGI and a Stephen Sondheim musical. I it's don't remember the horribly CGI. lit. Oh, my God, the way the camera swings. Like, London is all fake. Like, none of that oh, is real. It all that, looks yeah, horrible. Right. The lighting is awful. Everybody looks like they're in Edward Scissorhands. And Helena Bonham Carter, who is actually a very good actress when she's not in Tim Burton movies, is horrendous in this movie she's so distracting she's so annoying you found her distracting how oh so, fuck. how so she's just like doing the so mrs levitt is supposed to be a bit more in at least the way i like her she should be a little bit more dotty and a little bit less like well first of all they made her hot in this movie like which is hilarious frumpy, she should be a little bit i mean frumpy isn't the right necessarily the right word but like yeah i mean they made her super hot in this movie her boobs are out the entire time yeah. It's just like, hello, this I, that is Helena Bonham Carter's cleavage. I also feel like that was an early 2000s trope in movies, too, though. Like, I think it's just a trope in movies since the dawn of movies. No, I know, but, like, <laughs> I don't know, something about the 2000s horror movies, specifically, specifically Tim Burton movies, um, are all very titillating that way without Do you remember his nudity. Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. The poster for Sleepy Hollow is just, it should have just been called Christina Ricci Tits featuring Sleepy Hollow. Because <laughs> that trailer is just like, look at the trailer. That poster is just Christina Ricci's boobs. That's it. So, I remember that, liking that one, but yeah, I, don't I don't remember it, it at all well. now. But this one, yeah, it was just gray and drab. I remember even in, but in the theaters, I thought the scene... Anyway, we should probably just talk about the plot. Uh, sure. So, I mean, the plot is... It's based on an old um, Penny Dreadful. Like This is like a horror character that has existed for since... I don't know, God, I don't know when the first Winnie Todd mentions are, but it goes back to, like, the 1800s, I think, the late 1800s, in the Penny Dreadfuls, but a very grand guignol kind of a thing. But it's, uh, this guy, Sweeney Todd, r- r- arrives back in London. Um, we don't really know, we don't really find out much about where he's been. We just know he's been, like, he. we learn he was in prison, but he's also been elsewhere. He's been sailing the world with his buddy, uh, who's... Say, there's a reference to how this young man saved his life, and that's why they're friends. Right. You don't find out how he saved his life. He just, he did. I I always, like, for some reason in my head, I feel like he escaped from prison or something, and then this ship picked him up. And I don't know if that's actually true or if I've just made that headcanon, but this young feller uh, helps him, saves him. They come back to London. He goes to this street where Mrs. Lovett has a pie shop. Mrs. Lovett is a, a lady who runs a pie shop, basically, in this part of London. Um, she rents out her upstairs room to Sweeney Todd, whom she remembers as his previous identity, Benjamin Barker, who used to live and work there, had a barber shop, had a wife, had a child. Uh, this evil judge played actually very well in this movie by Alan Rickman, uh, had the hots for his hot wife. And so he conspired to have, um, Benjamin Barker arrested on false charges and put away so that he could take his wife, um... His yes. wife, you know, 
Mrs. Lovett tells Benjamin or tells Sweeney that his wife went mad and died and that his daughter was taken in and raised by the judge. And now she has come of age and the judge is a creeper and wants to bang his his uh, his ward and wants to marry her because he's a creeper. It's gross. It is gross. Um, so that all sounds very dark and depressing. The, the play, like the story of this musical is... It's got to be played a lot for comedy. There's lots of pathos and lots of drama in it, but it's very cheeky. It's very um, grindhouse, but not. But like it, it's the grindhouse in the by way of Quentin Tarantino, not necessarily by our way of original grindhouse. It's all a little bit tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. It's all supposed to be a little bit like over the top, gory, you know, like Grand Guignol. But um, that memo did not make it to Tim Burton, who made a grim, dull, boring movie. I feel like his, the rest of the plot, it yeah. was his aesthetic, it was all very intentional, but it just So I felt it was just him sleepwalking. Land. Maybe it like was just like no yeah. effort. Just like, oh yeah, I just hit the Tim Burton filter button on my camera and, and But uh the, the rest of the plot is um he he so opens up his barbershop, he wants to get revenge on the on the judge and the beetle, who was played also very well by uh, Timothy Spall. They are the two best parts of this movie. Um, then they end up, uh, in a, he ends up like in a, a barber duel with this guy, this Italian man named Pirelli, who Who's, is Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, yeah, he's he's good too. good. Yeah. I yeah, like Sasha Baron. Baron Cohen. And yeah. anyway, Todd ends up killing him because he, it's, um, Pirelli recognizes him as Barker. So assuming Todd kills him and then Mrs. Lovett gets the brilliant idea to start putting the bodies of the people Sweeney Todd kills into meat pies and then the shop takes off and flourishes and becomes the best pie shop in London as opposed to the worst pie shop in London which is the song she sings when you first meet Mrs. Lovett worst shop worst pies in London even I would say I will say though even her like worst pies look good I, the whole time I'm watching it even with cockroaches crawling I'm like I could go for one of those like that's meat the, pies that's the, she shouldn't that's what I mean it's so, <laughs> and like when she's singing worst pies in London like she's hot it's you want it's like it's fun to be there she's her singing voice is okay it's yeah. not great it's fine she's on pitch you know but like there's no personality that's no. the biggest problem with this movie there's no personality from any of them it's all just very much Edward Scissorhands only like with the grimness turned up and the fun turned down and this is yeah. a fun musical the songs are so good one of the parts i d did like in it was the i don't remember which song it was but it goes becomes all colorful by the beach yeah it's called by the sea and like i thought if if uh for yeah. me personally if tim burton had like played with that more that like duality mm -hmm. of like the really grim versus the yeah. very bright and how that affects Sweeney Todd or doesn't affect him because mm -hmm. he, he still, Sweeney He's Todd still looked stone-faced. Like, that to me was more interesting and it, yeah. maybe that could have been played up more. Um, but Yeah, like if it felt like the grim stuff was there intentionally because it was supposed to be saying something or, or to be funny or to, but it just felt like it was there because Tim Burton thinks that looks cool. Yeah, and, and there doesn't. were parts of the plot that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me and then when you explained yeah. the deeper meaning well, of them from the actual play then um ugh, I lost my train of thought then then that made more sense and mm -hmm. having that backstory made 
those parts of the movie more interesting. Yeah, and that was in no way your fault because they cut a bunch of songs that explain yeah. a bunch of the plot. So, like, in the movie, uh, his buddy from the boat falls in love with uh, Sweeney Todd's daughter, Joanna, who's being, who's, you know, basically a, basically a prisoner of her, of the, of the judge. Um, but they cut a bunch of their stuff together, so there's no character. They're not characters. Joanna and... Um, and uh, and Toby are not Toby. Um, the other one, my brain's gone blank. But his buddy, what the <laughs> fuck is his name? Why can't I think of his buddy's name? It doesn't really matter. His buddy, um, his buddy is in love with Joanna. They skip a bunch of their songs, so they don't have characters or an arc in this movie. He just sees her, and suddenly they're in love, and then they never actually speak ever. And it's we don't so get any. Weird. Yeah. We don't understand that she actually is in love with him, and they want to run away. They have some really good songs. They just cut them for length, I guess, but I don't know. They do let her sing Green Finch and Linnet Bird, which is a pretty song, but without the other stuff that they sing together, eh, it's very disappointing. Yeah, and uh, watching it now, I don't have the rose-colored glasses anymore of Johnny Depp. Like, he's just an actor maybe kind of a shitty human being like maybe yeah just like i don't have those i heard his wife shit on his bed anymore she found a jar of cocaine did you know that i'm sure she found a lot of it <laughs> uh so yeah i mean like the funny thing is that i i don't even hate this movie i can't hate it because the songs that are in it even though they're not as good as some recordings they're still really good songs mm -hmm. i love this musical some of these songs are some of the best musical theater songs ever. Um, Epiphany and the Little Priest, that duo of like, it's the end right. of Act One of the play where Todd gets the idea to start killing people, and then Lovett gets the idea to start feeding, putting them in pies. Is this brilliant like juxtaposition of the super dark, violent? All right, I'm ready to start killing, and then this amazing little like music hall duet they sing about just a huge joke about all the people they're gonna kill and eat, and it's so funny and it's so right. good. And they do an okay, they do a serviceable job, but it's just like ah, it's just um, too bad. From the from the movie versions, anyway, my favorite song was the Pirelli's Elixir Try one. Try Pirelli's Miracle Elixir. Because it's like it was catchy. That's what did the trick? It tastes so like, true. smells like Chris. Like this, this is piss, piss with ink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great scene where there Pirelli is a uh, a snake oil salesman basically who's selling yeah. a miracle hair growth elixir that's all fake. Uh, that's a really good one. Um, Epiphany and Little Priest are the best. I really like um, God That's Good, which is the beginning of Act 2 when the pie shop is doing well. Worst Pies in London is a really good song. Oh, um, My Friends, the one that Sweeney Todd sings to his... Oh, yeah. To his razor. Oh, that's such yeah, a great Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't... I only have watched the Sweeney Todd, but the only other frame of reference I have for it was um, in Kevin Smith's Jersey Girl. <laughs> Jersey Girl, yeah. His, little, his daughter chooses to do uh, that one you just said. A Little Priest? No. No, they do... Um, God, that's God, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah. And they like have a whole set on it's stage fun. and everyone else has done something from cats, from cats. And the woman announcing it is like, now something not from Cats, thank God. <laughs> She's like so happy, but then everyone's like, stunned at this little girl's doing yeah. god that's good <laughs> and yeah that like it's weird that that scene in jersey girl gets the comedy and tone of sweeney todd better than the sweeney yeah, todd movie that's kind of how i felt about it's it so frustrating <laughs> i'm so I, I want them to make this movie again 
And I want them to, to, to even though it's been 15 years since they did it on stage, I want them to cast my favorite, ver- my favorite Todd and Lovett. Uh, Imelda Staunton and Michael Ball. Is that who we're That's who's at? on my <laughs> other monitor here right now. Um, you showed me the one of the songs from it, and it was good. Yeah, you've had to listen to it in the car a lot, because it's also Brody's favorite song from that show. And yeah. we have actually put a moratorium on it in the car for your sanity. For my sanity. Yeah. I, I did yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah. Imelda Staunton, who you would know as Dolores Umbridge from the fifth oh, Harry Potter she movie. Did? She did look familiar. And Michael Ball, he's a, a British singer, but he he was in the original production of Les Mis. He's been in a bunch Ooh. of productions of Les Mis. Um, he's... He was the original Caractacus Potts in the West End and Broadway versions of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's wow. an amazing singer. I'm a big fan. And he's also now very well known for his <laughs> like albums he's released with another famous British singer, Alfie Bow, who is also famous for Les Mis, among other things. But And they're very funny together. They're like a musical duo now. I will say the parts in the movie that got me was the uh, the bodies coming down the chute. <laughs> so funny! There's a bit. It's a big wide shot of the basement where the bodies fall down this trapdoor, and like you always think it's gonna cut away, but it never does. And it's, so it's these dummies landing head first on the concrete and this huge thunk. And every time Nicole would jump, I, that part was good. I like because it's done practically. I think and like. Yeah, you expect it to cut. The yeah. tone of the movie is, I mean, we say it's dark and grim, but it's, like, not that dark. It, that's the part that's so dark that it's almost like they got it. It makes me almost wonder if the movie was better and then in the edit they lost the fun. Because that there's no way you make that sh- wide shot like that if it's not meant to be a funny. It was, you know, because it is like, funny. Every time Tunk. it happened, I was like, oh my, it, like, it's just like, it's looks great. so brutal. <laughs> so, I enjoyed that. And I did enjoy the whole, like, proper set of, like, he cuts their neck and then it, they mm-hmm. open, this door opens and the. He floor. built this special chair that, like, leans them back and dumps the bodies down. It's like down. a laundry, sh- old school yeah. laundry shoe, for bodies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's a, yeah, that's all kind of fun, but, uh, in a world where there is a professionally filmed version of the original Broadway cast featuring Angela Lansbury, who originated the role of Mrs. Lovett on stage, in a world where that exists and you can just watch that, there's no reason to watch this Tim Burton, Sweeney Todd. Just watch the original. It's And if you like Tim Burton, just watch Edward Scissorhands. There are other there are good <laughs> Tim Burton movies. Yeah. Ed Wood is great. Mars Attacks is fant Ed Wood is like a phenomenal movie. Mars Attacks is a great movie. Pee Wee's Big Adventure is a masterpiece. Beetlejuice. Yeah, he does you know, have a lot of good ones. His Batman movies are really good. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm sure there are other ones. And that, but then like this one to me falls into the category of things like Dark Shadows and um the 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 one about the children who are they're not X-Men but they want that it's like a it's like Malgoth's X-Men. It's they're like kids no in a idea. school a school for strange fuckers. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. It's like somebody somebody's school for strange peculiar. peculiar children, yeah. Oh, he did that one? I think he directed that, yeah. So it's it, that's like his like goth moth goth moth goth Malgoth X Men without fun. Yeah. Um but like just movies where it's like he's not trying. He's just fucking her. He's just getting paid. Yeah. So I don't know if I have a favorite Tim Burton. Oh, it's it's Ed Wood. <laughs> for me. Yeah. But then he also made he's also made some movies that I think are just like absolute 
pig swill. And this one isn't isn't that. This movie's biggest problem is that it's just so painfully it's mediocre and pedestrian. Boring. And it's boring. It's not as bad as things like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or, um, oh my god, his Planet of the Apes movie is literally like what an abortion looks like on screen. <laughs> it's oh, so bad. That's It's just terrible. the absolute worst piece of shit I've ever seen. And I'm sure there are others. He's made a lot of movies, and but you know some of them are good. Mm-hmm. Most of them aren't. Yeah. He made that Dumbo live action. Did you see that movie? No. Yeah. The elephant flies around with his ears. Danny DeVito. I know in that what movie. Dumbo is. You <laughs> don't need to describe Dumbo to me. Danny DeVito though. Did he what? Was, he's in it. <laughs> he's the ringleader, so, the ringmaster. Oh. I never seen it, but uh, he also did um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. R.I.P. Paul Rubens. I just read him. this thing about Danny DeVito when he was on doing Matilda. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Um, I forget the child actor. The, yeah, his name. that gal. Yeah, um, her mom was in the hospital with cancer while they were filming that, and Danny DeVito took care of her and like made sure Aww. she was okay, and he got an advanced copy of it to show her mom before she passed Aww. like yeah it's just I, like it su- makes me happy to super hear sweet guy it sounds like he's a pretty good dude yeah yeah i love Danny. he was the penguin in batman returns yeah he has the best line in that movie too hmm. could be worse my nose could be gushing blood and then um arliss goes and then he bites his nose. It's the best. That's what. That's scary. It's so good. So I like scary. that movie a lot. I like Batman Returns. I liked the first one. I that liked both. Um, but I think I liked the first one better. You want to hear my uh, my live action Batman tier list, like in order from best to worst? Best to worst, sure. Okay, it goes. Uh, I th- okay, I'd say best is Batman the Adam West movie. But if you don't count that one, we don't have to count that one. We can count we can, it. That's my favorite. Then I would say probably um, probably Batman the 89 with mm-hmm. uh, Michael Keaton. Then this is going to blow your hair back. The Batman, the, the new one with um, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, you don't like I, new movies. <laughs> I know, but I really liked that Batman movie. And then I would say Batman Returns. And then Batman and Robin, which people hate, but it's actually great. And watch it again because you're an idiot. Who's the bad guys in that one? That's Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy. Oh, I love her. Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy is awesome. That's the one where everyone was like, this is stupid. I'm like, why why does everyone want Batman to be all serious and dark and realistic? Batman should be like in a weird fantasy world. And Batman and Robin is great. Uh, Then I would say The Dark Knight, the Heath Ledger one, which I actually don't like very much, but it's okay. Then... Then probably Batman Forever. That's the one with the Riddler and Two-Face. Yeah. I don't like that movie. Uh, then I would say Batman Begins, because it's boring. And then I would say The Dark Knight Rises, which is the, the third Chris Nolan movie. That movie sucks. It's just a bad movie. And then I never saw the one where Ben Affleck played Batman, mm-hmm. because life is too short to watch Zack Snyder movies. What else has Zack Snyder done? The Watchmen, um, The Justice League... He directed Dawn of the Dead, which you like, and I like that movie too. Oh, but that was like his one of his very first one. movies. He made that um, that more recent zombie movie that I think had Batista in it. And yeah, then, I liked it. I didn't it watch it because, but I remember thinking it was hearing that like they replaced an actor in it. They put Tig Notaro in the movie, and they filmed all of her scenes after the rest of the movie was done. She never met a single person in the cast, even though she's in the movie interacting with them. They like just used technology to like just put a different actress and in I, you told me that before i saw mm. the movie i forgot that watched the movie you would have no idea yeah it it's really well done 
I don't want to watch it. You he don't also have made to. Sucker Punch. That's a bad I never movie. Saw Sucker <laughs> it's Punch. bad. It's not good. But like, I mean, the worst thing he could have he made Watchmen, and that's pretty bad. The fact that that movie exists makes me sad. I will say what you say about like Tim Burton when he's trying, it's good. Yeah. Sometimes he's when he feels coasting. like he cares. I feel the same about Johnny Depp. Like oh, yeah. when he's coasting, he is either doing Edward Scissorhands, kind of, or a rom com. Or, or Hunter S. Thompson. Like, a variation of Hunter S. Thompson. I feel like his Hunter S. Thompson... Like, his his Jack Sparrow is very Hunter S. Yeah. Thompson. It's like... he Everyone always says, like, oh, it's Keith Richards. I'm like, no. It's Keith Richards plus Hunter... But it's more Hunter S. Thompson he than it is Keith Richards. Hunter, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's his best performance. I love that movie. Yeah, Fear and Loving in Las Vegas is a five-star masterpiece. So, when he's trying, he's good. But when he's coasting, he kind of reverts back mm-hmm. to those kind of standards that were amazing but he just kind of like what uses do you, them again what do you think of his performances in the Kevin Smith horror movies when he plays that like weird French Canadian detective oh I think those are awesome I think he just knows exactly what yeah, he's in he's for. just having a good time um, I like them too he's just kind of like happy to be in the movie with his daughter I actually didn't see Yoga Hosers that's the only Kevin Smith movie I've never seen oh I did it was, it was I should probably watch it you know it. those ones that are like Tusk Tusk, like Tusk, that one, Yoga Hosers, they are a roller coaster. Like, <laughs> do not go in with any expectations. Just go for the ride. You might have fun. That's Buy what I ticket, did. Take the ride. Yeah. Yeah. One day I'll watch it. I You need to watch Clerks 3, too. But this is not a Clerks 3 podcast. This is a Sweeney Todd podcast. I think we've said all we need to say about Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Final verdict is, meh. Don't watch it. I watch didn't the like original. it as a kid. I didn't like it as an adult. Yeah. Now I'm going to make you watch the Angela Lansbury version. No. Well, not today, but sometime. <laughs> so, Nicole, uh, what's the movie we're going to watch next time? Spoiler alert, we've already watched it. The Carnival of Souls. Carnival of Souls. From the 60s, I want to say. Do you know how long I've been wanting to see Carnival of Souls? We watched it one night when we were just flipping through the Criterion channel, and I was like, I want to watch something scary. From 1962. And you like old movies, so let's do. do it. Directed by Herc Harvey, who also stars in it. Uh, we will talk about it very soon for us. For you, it'll be a month's time. So until that time arrives, I am and have been the creature Joey G. And I'm the bride Nicole. God, that's good. Y'all stay scary. Kissy, kissy. Should I sing? No. Okay, <laughs> okay we'll let an old Staunton do it. Hot! Out of the oven! What is that? It's Priest. Have a little Priest. Is it any good? Sir, it's too good, at least. Then again, they don't commit sins of the flesh. So it's pretty fresh. It's awful lot of fat. Only where it's sat. Haven't you got poet or something like that? No, you see, the trouble with poet is how do you know it's deceased? Try the priest. Oh, it's heavenly. Not as hearty as bishop, perhaps, but then not as bland as curate. It's good for business, too, because it always leaves you wanting more. Trouble is, we only get it on Sundays. Lawyer's rather nice. If it's for a price. Order something else, though, to follow, since no one should swallow it twice. Anything that's lean. Well, then, if you're British and loyal, you might enjoy Royal Marine. Anyway, it's clean, though, of course, it tastes of wherever it's been.
Is that squire on the fire? Mercy, no, sir, look closer, you'll notice it's gross. Looks thicker, more like thicker. No, it has to be grosser, it's green. <laughs> the history of the world, my love. Save a lot of graves, do a lot of relatives' favours Is those below serving those up above? Everybody shaves so there should be plenty of flavours How gratifying for once to know That, that those above, above will serve those down below Well now, what have I got here? I've got, uh, got, uh, Tinker? Something Pinker Taylor? Something Paler Potter? Something hotter. Butler? Something subtler. Locksmith? 